0: Like,
1: don't, at don't, at don't,
0: don't at me. Don't at me. We're live. Don't <laughs> at me. Episode 52. Here with the cousin, Joseph. Uh, I was about to say Elliot. Who the hell is Joseph? That's your middle name, right? Elliot? No. It's Richard. Is Jacob Elliot? No. But that's a funny thing, bro,
1: because honestly... Joseph Elliot Ellington. (laughs) I got a trophy (laughs) from my team in Bears, and uh, it said Joseph Elliot on it. That's funny that you said that. That's weird. Yeah, that just...
0: just, I don't know. I don't know. I got to lean in because I might not even be on camera right now. But, uh, no, you're good. You're good. Um, I don't know why I'm going to say Joseph Elliott. But, yeah, Joseph Elliott joining us. Ellington. (laughs) Hello. (laughs) Joining us for episode 52. Chance, Jock, Gary. Had to sit this one out, you know, just throwing something together real quick. But wanted to get with you, man. Been trying to get you on the pod for a while now. So what's been up?
1: Nothing, man. Like I was just telling you earlier today, um, I've just been on the grind since I moved out here to Houston, new to the area. Uh, small town boy big man dreams dude el paso (laughs) is a small town it's not as advanced as houston i promise you oh of course yeah no shit (laughs) well because dude think about the spending you know so like spending uh, being a border town a lot of our economy a lot of our money is going to juarez because they're paying for their rent they're paying for groceries which is going to mexico you know what i mean so like that's okay why.
0: expand i was gonna start with space Jam 2 but gonna, <laughs> no, we not. can do space Jam 2 later let's just get into this now so what are you talking tell me more tell me more oh so basically
1: it's just it's just commonly known for people to live in juarez although they are americans or they have a job in the united states because of the currency exchange like the exchange rate right so for instance right now i think a dollar right now is probably like 20 pesos Like, why wouldn't you want to do that? Right. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. And, I mean, we had, uh, what, grandma and grandpa. Grandpa, I mean, they kind of lived out in Mexico, you know. And then, but he would work in El Paso, right? So, So, what is that like from somebody in your perspective? Not necessarily, you know, the grandpa aspect of it. But, okay, you mentioned that. So, clearly, that means that has an impact on what your life was like.
1: Oh there. yeah, most definitely. You people live at a very low amount of income. You can make a very comfortable living there. Like, dude, I my rent there was like seven hundred twenty-eight dollars right. for a one-bedroom apartment, bro. <laughs> that's trash. That is trash. You could just. That's why I feel like El Paso is like a retirement home, like a retirement place.
0: What I used to always say is El Paso felt like it was like five, ten years behind. Like, all the trends and shit. At least, like, in Houston. And it would be, like, an obvious gap. Mm -hmm. Like, when I would be here, home, Houston, Mm -hmm. and then go visit, you know, you all in El Paso. And you would say, like, we would say things or have certain kind of slang or whatever that had been in our vernacular for years. And then, what does that mean? What is that? What? And then maybe you all of a sudden Uh start saying it. And then a couple of years later, we come back. Maybe hear you say it again. Now everybody's saying it, so you're like, oh, okay, so it finally reached El Paso. Like it took a while, <laughs> but you know, like that, the words kind of. I'm serious, though. No, yeah, I definitely.
1: Know? I don't. Agree. Oh, dude, we're we're in a different time zone. Think about it. We're the only city in Texas with a different time zone of everyone
0: it, else. Is that that's true?
1: Huh. Very true. Once you pass Van Horn, Texas, the last city, that's pretty, or, that's it. like city, you know, right. And then like, it would be a suburb, whatever, whatever you want to <laughs> call it. even suburb. That's just dude, like it's a, a county. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Doesn't like, even get a city. It's a rest stop. But, um, going, yeah, dude, then you get the hour change. It stop. just changes on yeah. your phone. That whole area. But yeah, dude, just like, I think that's funny because I think we affiliate ourselves more with like California, Phoenix.
0: I've, I've noticed that too. It feels like, you know, Albuquerque. I would say for sure, like, the climate, you know, like, it's more of that arid, dry desert. Mm. So, I mean, from that perspective, of course. But I I, I see what you mean, though, because I, you know, I've only ever gone out there as a kid, for the most part. Um, How was that? It was fun. I mean, you're a kid, you're just hanging out with grandparents and cousins and shit, you know, watching TV, eating fast food, whatever, hanging out at the market. If we went to Juarez, you know, that was always fun, but... I didn't really go much as, you know, a teen or adult mm-hmm. or whatever. And then Gary, shout out Gary podcast, uh, Gary went to UTEP for a while. Oh, yeah? Yeah. How
1: many Oh, excuse me. How many years?
0: He, shit, you have to ask him. I want to say it was at least two, but. Do I know Gary? Uh, I don't think I ever met him, bro. Actually, yeah, because he stayed the night when I was out there. That's <laughs> what it was. Thanksgiving that year. It was Thanksgiving one year where Dude, I was I'm out there like, in El Paso. I only remember Chance. This was 2009. So however old you were then, 2009, wow, 12 like years 11. ago. So, yeah, 11. Was this
1: at the second house or the newest house? The one with the four bedrooms. Well, five bedrooms.
0: I think it was probably the second one because we were in the garage. Oh, yeah, yeah. So then it was the second one, bro. Because, yeah, your dad... <laughs> your dad was smoking cigarettes <laughs> and he's like i'm a grown man i do whatever i want in here and i was <laughs> like hey you know mom be mad if she sees you in here smoking that and then she came in at one point larry he put it out real quick looking scared and shit shout out uncle larry <laughs> um, um but no it, it uh whenever i was there because gary went there and i went just that one year thanksgiving that was fun we had some dorm parties wild shit you know But the reason I mentioned the the West Coast thing is there was a dorm party and some people, oh, you know, I'm from San Diego, whatever, like people that were from California Mm -hmm. and just kind of talked about Cali shit, you know. And then I don't know, just some kind of manifest destiny, but Gary ended up in San Diego, you know, uh, for a while in the Navy. But um, I mean, yeah, I always, of course, El Paso has always felt like that small town I wouldn't even say a small-town version of Houston, because they're nothing alike. But it's, yeah, it's like the little <laughs> sibling that, you know, there's so many kids in the family, it's like, oh, shit, I don't <laughs> know, we lost track of that one. That's what it feels like, you <laughs> the know? The middle child, bro, that's what you're Not even, it's like, yeah. this is more like you got like 10 kids, and after the, the 10th one, you're like, I don't know, man, I don't even know what's going on anymore. But, uh, no, the reason why I had that on the docket, not necessarily El Paso, but... Every now and then we talk to somebody that's been, you know, either lived somewhere else for a while or is new to the city or maybe back to the city. Way back early on in the, in the uh, Don't Add Me, we had Antonio on, who's a friend of ours, who lived for a while in San Francisco, Oh, you know, working... Well, I shouldn't say San Francisco, It's expensive but, to live there. Yeah, Silicon Valley, basically, because he was working at Apple, and he can probably... He, hey, shout out, he can fact check me if I got any of the areas wrong, but yeah, he was living out, you know, that area, and then uh, came back to town, now he's living back in Houston, but I'm always curious when people go live in a new city, I'm I'm always intrigued by people's habit development, you know, like, how do you go about, you know, I've always been fascinated, we were talking about nature versus nurture, I feel like I talk about that a lot on the podcast, but kind of like the, the ways, the habits that you create, and the different routines and rituals you go through i think that kind of shapes who you are yeah it's
1: a you're a product of your environment dude. and
0: you're a product of what you do Mm -hmm. and you know after you do these habits becomes muscle memory you are kind of computer programming yourself it's what you are your habits are pretty much what you are Mm -hmm. after a while so going to a new environment i'm always curious to understand you know what were some of the first things that you started picking up when you lived in houston probably fitness right
1: uh, I've always been fitness geek. I just think that the difference was that I saw more opportunity uh when I first got here, I was obviously looking for like employment and then any occupation I can that can satisfy my income for um without a degree. and that's when I realized like, wow, you actually do really need a degree. I'm not gonna lie Before I was like, you could do it without a degree Now I just I, I look back I'm like, yeah, you can. But you're going to stay complacent. You're going to be far behind. You, like like you were talking about El Paso and Houston. I wouldn't consider El Paso far behind. I would just say as...
0: late to the party. Yeah. <laughs> no, we are not that far behind. <laughs>
1: but uh, going off that tangent, what the hell are we talking about? Damn.
0: We were talking about, you know, new habits. You oh, know? new habits. What, what are some of the first things that you started picking back up? Or? Dude, I, I think
1: every city is the same. I'm not going to lie to you. I've lived in Phoenix for a little bit. I lived in El Paso for a little bit. Then I li- got a little taste of Albuquerque. I visited a girl in Las Cruces. It's what you make of it. I'm going to be totally real with you, bro. If you want to go find a party, of course, every place is going to have a bar. You get to affiliate yourself with people. You get to know people. And that's just how it goes. But what I gave up, bro, I'm not even going to play with you was uh, video games. Video games. That changed me.
0: It's an addictive habit. So, that happened when you moved from El Paso to Houston?
1: Yes, but it's just, you know, life and then how you deal with stress.
0: I'm curious about this because I used to play video games religiously. I mean, I look back at college and I just, I want to kill myself. Nah, I shouldn't say that. That sounds fucked up. But, like, (laughs) I look back and I'm just like, dude, all the time I wasted just playing video games. I had 12 to 15, maybe to 18 hours that I had to commit to school for class. Think of that compared to now. You know, all those cliches about it goes fast, that shit's real, so I mean, shit, kids out there, take advantage. But uh, yeah, just, you know, I used to play all the time. I go to class, come home, mad and boom, in it. And then, I, you know, life and circumstances change, but Funny enough, I think it was also right when I was 22, 23. Actually, it's about 23 when I gave I stopped playing video games for the most part. It's oh. it's oh. weird because that's, you know, you're 23. For me, I got bored of them mm. and you started working, you know, big boy job and shit like mm-hmm. that. You don't have as much free time to do it. Mm. You value maybe your time more, but that's what happened for me. So I'm it just it, it's interesting that it was also 23 for you. Obviously the circumstances yeah. are different, but
1: I think with just, you know, you go from 21 to 22. I think the big, there's a big jump Excuse me. between 22 and 23. Because just listening to those numbers, I'd, I'm not satisfied with where I'm at hearing that I'm 23 now. When I was 22, I'm like, oh, you're 22. 23, now I feel grown. Now I feel like I have to be something. Now I feel, I have to, feel like I have to prosper. But uh, I wouldn't say, I wasn't saying video games were bad. I think right. video games is very good. You are able to make quick decisions. Um, helps. You're fast able to, yeah, exactly. Like, just quick critical and thinking I, skills. Uh, yeah. being able to mechanically mind body connection. Yeah, and that's all about personal training too, like mind body connection as well. But it wasn't that. It was just time. Really, it's a distraction. You just really got to just make yourself bored. Put down your phone for an hour and just be like, literally, just don't do anything for an hour, dude. And that's what I did when I didn't when I got here because I was going through stuff. You know, like, everyone goes through stuff, but. I would just not do anything for an hour and I'm just like, dude, this is like a lot of time. Hours yeah. hour is a very long time. Yeah. A lot can happen in an hour. A lot can happen a day and going off
0: that lock happened a week. Yeah, and, and but you can lose hours quickly Boom. doing nothing. Exactly. You know? It's it's like you said, it's it's anything, you know, where you have uh, you only have money. I mean you only have time. Mm-hmm. Like that's the only, you know, finite resource you have that's gonna run out. Money you can always make more of whatever the case so there you know people have like their their money budgets for the month you know i know my expenses are this and i need to try and put this amount away and save i honestly need to be better about that i feel like i'm pretty i have a good feel for my finances so i know mm-hmm. what i need without tracking i know about how much i'm saving you know what i mean like i'm good about that to me i budget time you know because you only have so much we talked about this before we started recording we should have saved it for the pod but you know you have let's say you're working and and that's why I'm grateful that I'm working from home because that eliminates a commute that means I don't have to be in the car although you miss out on the time of listening to podcasts and some of those habits that you have go away so you have to develop new habits you know so that that was the one thing that that I noticed from working from home after working in a corporate environment is I love podcasts. I mostly would listen to them when I'm driving to work, when I'm at the gym, or, you know, when I'm away from home. Now that I'm home, you know, it's like, well, shit, now I need to find new ways to listen to them. And I found my ways, but it's – after a while, I didn't realize. I'm like, shit, I have all these podcasts. I feel like I used to complain I didn't have enough podcasts to listen to then it started being. I have so many to listen to. I can't keep up. And I thought about. It, I'm like, it's because I don't listen as much as I used to. So I started changing the habit, and you know, now I'm listening to them. But I can
1: agree to disagree with you. I don't think it's a habit. I just think you develop new interests.
0: Well, the the interests remain the same. as podcasting. Not- it's just the when I'm listening to it changed. The ritual changed. Well, maybe because maybe I'm just maybe it's just a
1: subjective thing. Because for me.
0: Interests definitely do change. Yeah my, yeah, my
1: I've just really changed. I'm not who I was. Like, you, dude. Six months ago, for I sure, wasn't the same
0: person. Well, I mean, that's the same for a lot of us, right? Mm-hmm. You know, because all of everybody's habits changed. Mm-hmm. You know, but see, that's
1: not habits, though. That's why I disagree. Well, and you... that's
0: why I mean, look, shameless plug. One of my favorite books is uh, <laughs> "Power of Habit." Okay, uh, which you can see right there. But it talks a lot about you know how habits are created, and they're all mm-hmm. about rituals. I, I ritual might be a better way to, to phrase it. Ritual is The point yeah, I'm that, trying to say yeah, because, okay. yeah, your habits and your rituals are tied. A lot okay. of the time, your rituals trigger your habits. Okay. So I, I shouldn't say that necessarily because I think habit also carries maybe a negative connotation. People say habit, they think, oh, that's a bad thing. Yeah. So I shouldn't say podcasts aren't a bad thing. Mm-mm. You know, I'm learning when I listen to them. And oh, it's definitely. Communication. Form uh, of education. Yeah, for sure. It's just, yeah, the ritual behind it changed. So moving into a bigger city, going from, you know, late to the party to mm. now, <laughs> you know, right there. <laughs> what are you talking about now? <laughs> I'm just saying, from, going from El Paso to being a bigger city, oh. what are some of the rituals, you know, that you at least... Let me let me ask this. What is the, the one that you realize you missed the most when you move from... Nothing.
1: Nothing. Mm, uh, okay, maybe... Maybe guys being the same, same height as me, <laughs> but no, a, lot, a lot of sure, people, man. a lot of short people there, it's yeah. based on the, your demographic. But that's probably the only thing I miss, dude. Everything else, dude, like I said, I just feel like there's just more to do and I just feel like it's more beautiful living in the desert. It's kind of like dull. I mean, it's cool to have a mountain. But when you see green, you see trees, you see life. There's see, life out so here, bro. It,
0: that then it becomes okay. You said your interests change, right? Uh-huh. I, I I was curious about that because when I was younger, I always liked being in a city environment. I always liked having a lot of shit going on. I like to have you know kind of that. I, I lived in apartments a lot when I was younger because moved around a lot. Mm-hmm. You get used to you know the light. The street light or whatever the you know the apartment lights being on usually yeah. your window has a light on you feel like you're not alone you're in a community um,
1: yeah I know you're actually totally right I totally agree you know what I mean yeah, so definitely. it's like
0: you don't feel alone because you're like we're all in this shit together even though you're not you can like you, you can never upstairs. see your neighbors but you hear them you know somebody's there it's almost like leaving the TV on in the background while you do other shit uh, but now as I've gotten older I appreciate more nature and mountains and desert. I fucking love the desert. I love the desert, man. What? Dad. Love it. What love about it? it? The mountains, um I love the climate. Is a desert really
1: a mountain?
0: No, but a lot of the time I mean they they they're they're not like they're congruent. They're not, yeah. It, desert doesn't necessarily mean you're going to have mountains mm-hmm. and vice versa. But for that part of the country, you know, El Paso and, and westward and all, you know, all kind of shit out there. You know, Colorado is not west of that. It's, you know, north. But um, just all that. I, I like that climate, probably number one, because it's not a lot of humidity. But again, I think you just get sick of where you're at because you say you like it for here because you can see life and green and I'm like, that same life in green is life in green because it rains more than fucking Seattle here. We have mosquitoes everywhere. I'm having to constantly swipe off. I can't even enjoy going outside, you know, in the summertime in the evening without putting off or some shit on, which I haven't put on in years because I'm just like, I'm going to put some sticky goo on to go outside. I'm just going to stay inside. And, look, I'm I'm finding things to bitch about, you know. Like, it's <laughs> not. A, it's it's very good existence. But for all those reasons, I'm kind of like, well, shit, I like the desert. But
1: what about it? <laughs> like, like what details? Like, what about you being in the desert?
0: What I'm saying is that's uh, like... So that has an impact on my uh, allergies for sure. Oh, okay. So at dry first planet? Yeah, at first, dry nose, bloody nose, you know, once I get used to it, I don't have the same stuffiness, same congestion. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, of course... I don't notice it, because I guess I haven't been there in a long enough period for it to really impact me. But, of course, you get drier skin, you know, so that's kind of a negative. Um, I like having, you know, like, good, moisturized skin and whatnot. But a lot of that's elevation, too, though, you know. What's the difference? Well, elevation here is obviously... Sea level, low, you know, whatever. Yeah. Uh, But, for example, I was in a part of New Mexico last year. Uh, We stayed overnight, Airbnb, on a road trip, and... Dude, I had to lotion my hands like every 45 minutes, and that was inside the house. Well, how many times were you washing your hands? Not all that much. We were just hanging out, and I was like, dude, I'd I'd like clench my fist and feel like my skin was. What time of the month? It was uh, fall, so it was September, so early fall, but uh, it started getting cold, you know, but it was desert. It was New Mexico, so it was dry, but it was also 8,000 feet elevation where we were at, Mm so. anyway no i just like mountains i like i should i like mountains more than i like desert but i do like desert i like the colors of desert though i like the i don't mind the heat. atmosphere yeah and i don't i don't mind heat i just like i don't like humidity Ooh. um you know so i don't I mind humidity.
1: maybe because it's different
0: i think so yeah. because you just
1: get comfortable in your environment you're tired of the same old things because i'm like to lie, i just hate like, I, like the mountains are beautiful right but then you get tired of looking at them. You know what I mean. That's why people like going on vacation because you get tired, tired of, of your, surroundings. your same. Like talking about routine or habit or ritual, um, you just need a fresh start. But um, maybe that's why just El Paso, like I said, like it being so easy to make a living, you get comfortable very fast.
0: Comfortable is dangerous,
1: which is crazy because I feel as if girls. If there was empirical research, my opinion is that girls get pregnant. At a younger age in El Paso compared to Houston, because you have a developed city, you have more Probably knowledge. Fact check that. Oh, definitely more knowledge here. Not right now, but no. next episode. Yeah, I'll next. Yeah, check. definitely fact check it. But I just think it's based on obviously your demographic. Like I was saying, like your race, your traditions. Because traditionally, Houston is the third largest city in the nation, right now. You have to four. fact check that. We're still four. I heard so, we were third. We may be competing with Chicago. Yeah. Uh, Texas, baby. I'm sorry about Illinois. Everything's better in Texas. Texas is dope, man. Hey. I
0: do like living in Texas in general, I should say.
1: Dude, it's amazing. <clears throat> the triangle. San, you go to San Antonio, San Marcos, New Braunfels. You go to Dallas four hours. That's the thing, bad thing about El Paso as well. You so can't really feel it. Yeah, so, yeah. Dude, 10 hours to drive here, dude. I'm dreading that drive.
0: Oh, 10 if you were booking it. Yeah, and you're not making stops. Bro, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I yeah.
1: mean, yeah, that's what happened. Sorry about that.
0: No, you're good.
1: Oh, Zach's texting me.
0: Should I get. Shout out, Zach. Nah, <laughs> he's good. He, he did the last one. He's too. gonna call
1: me for a watch. Watch. We'll <laughs> so just let that be. Because uh, usually, me and him be going like, you know, that's my homie, Zach's Because Zach. we're just closer in age, closer in experience.
0: So let, let, let's get back to that then. So Zach obviously has his own distinct taste in nightlife. So for you, that could be challenging. Single guy trying to meet, you know, some young ladies, whatever. Uh, what have been some of the places what have been some of your experiences what, what, what would have been some of your best going out experiences since you've been here and Dude. they don't have to be like ratchet stories they can be if uh-huh. you want, but just like oh shit, I've realized I'm in a new city and I'm a Houstonian now like did you have any moments like that within any of your conquest stories?
1: Brother, I'm be honest with you. well, don't worry about it cu-
0: um cousin <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> but um, dude, I'm not gonna lie. Uh, I feels like my experience is very different and very unique. Reason being, because not a lot of people go out by themselves. So when you go out as an individual, I feel like people find you more interesting.
0: You go out by yourself
1: all the time. In my most my most sometimes. successful stories,
0: usually I, out by I mean true true word, man. I, I think I was talking to brother Dino about this uh, on the trip where. It's always solo missions. Like, you know, it's always a solo mission. And but it's it makes not sense. common, dude.
1: That's not common.
0: It's not. But when, it, Social when the opportunity anxiety is pops a thing. up, you're like, well, shit, now's my time. And it's, again, it's those same rituals, though, that get you hyped for that, you know? Well, dude,
1: I'm not going to lie to you, dude. I just feel like people my age nowadays, they're very codependent on their friends. I feel as if they don't develop as a person. They get comfortable, for instance. They latch on. They grow an attachment, Attachments with devil, like the devil, bro, Yeah. because you don't like to be in uncomfortable situations, which is why I feel like I prospered when I moved away, didn't know nobody. You
0: have to get uncomfortable. Let, I'll say that to any of the young heads listening, <laughs> yourself included. Discomfort makes you grow, man. Discomfort, you know, that, that helps you... Expand your horizons. It helps you realize who you really are. Because and how again, small you are. I keep coming back to these rituals and these habits, but you get used to doing the same kind of thing. After a while, is that is that you? Aren't you just a, a collection of your habits and the rituals that you do? If it's the things that you do. Well, it
1: depends on how you're raised, too.
0: I mean, true, but those could all how you're raised could also lead to some of the habits. Oh, there's and there's many. The rituals, there's many elements. You know? It's so multifaceted,
1: but um I feel as if well I just feel like where we're going in time so like we're reaching different eras like technologies just advancing we as people don't really have to socialize as much which is why it's more common for people not to to go out
0: behind the phone
1: everyone can hide behind a page now you could be whoever you want to be OnlyFans dude I could go make an OnlyFans right now the only thing that's gonna stop me is that me having a whole sleeve dude How are you gonna tell if I never showed you my face?
0: How are you gonna tell what
1: if I was like who I was like if I post what if I'm like James Charles like you know if I what if I'm like an like a freelancer in. Pornography or whatever. <laughs> they have that. They yeah, have like an Upwork for like porn and shit. Like <laughs> no, freelancers Freelancing work is like doing. I know what it is. I'm saying no, like look, freelancing can be commonly known for like uh, can be a word that you can use like term that you can use for other things. So freelancing right, means yeah. like okay. So yeah. like you're basically doing it like as like an individual con- independent contractor. Sorry, that's what I meant to say. <laughs>
0: Nah, I get me I know what you mean, that's why you said Why you weren't me out like porn. that, bro? I was like shit, I didn't know they had freelance porn man, like that would have been wild. Well dude, imagine you could be a cameraman behind porn. And yeah. For a price. I mean, yeah, that's true too.
1: Cause tripod porn ain't cool.
0: Yeah, yeah. You want to get in there. No, i playing. <laughs> I mean, no, but you're right. I mean, if you see, like, some setup, like, that's why I never actually did any of the, like, high school. Ooh, you know, you hear people setting up, like, so cameras stupid. or whatever. Or even, you know, recording consensually or whatever. Like, yo, I'm recording this. It's never a good angle. You don't do anything with it. You can't get any enjoyment out of it later. I don't really <laughs> feel comfortable showing people that shit. So it's like you're just going to look at it for yourself for later. But I don't know. I have the but mental for what? image of it.
1: You go back to it? i've never gone back to it at least like i didn't i only made like a couple videos bro like probably like three i'm just like dude this is like a waste of time like i want to use both my hands i want to live in the moment and that's That's the thing about devices you never live in the moment anymore it's about how many views you could get it's about your exposure it's about your publicity because everyone feels important and that goes off of ego like dude just people that's why i got into psychology you know because i I think people are very interesting (laughs) You could really get to know the person if you just stayed quiet.
0: People will tell you exactly who they are.
1: First words that come out of their mar- mouth just have to is let to let them you say. who they are. Dude, easily. And just go ahead and let them. And that's something I learned, too, bro, growing up. At least here in Houston. Sometimes, dude, I didn't talk to anybody when I went out. Sometimes I just watched people. Caught some eyes. Didn't go up to anybody. Obviously, girl eyes for the ladies out there. <laughs> um, but, um... Yeah, dude, it was amazing. I love it here. But maybe it's because, like I said, it's just different. Right. And I feel as if, like, me, just I just want to travel the world. That's just my objective. And I don't want it.
0: That's what I was going to say. So, yeah, with all the whole, you know, youngsters get uncomfortable, I was going to say I definitely recommend living away from where you grew up. Always. You know, and you're Always. doing that right now. So yes. And you've done that, you know, through college, too. Uh-huh. I mean, college counts, but I think it also... Living on your own in a new city, I think I, I wish I did that.
1: Or even know? vacationing, bro. Maybe yeah, pe- people,
0: even vacationing. I mean, that's my thing. I love traveling. That's why I save money is so oh. that I can travel. I love to travel. I but love to see not the world.
1: Common, either you know, what people do. They live for the weekend. I don't know, brother. I never live well, for the weekend. It's
0: it's it's the the classic story of the the child with the marshmallows. You know that one. So they said, "All right, I can give you a marshmallow, and you can eat it right now. Instant
1: gratification.
0: Or if you wait, I'll give you two of them. Yeah, you know, it's some are gonna take the one, some are gonna wait to get the two. You know, it's risk takers and those that are a little bit more, you know, comfortable with what they have. Um,
1: Or it's all about grind. Or it's all about like what you want to have. For instance, I can have a house right now. I have a good enough credit score, Uh, but why would I do that to myself?"
0: You say people hide behind their devices, and I agree with that. I think another thing, too, is we don't spend enough time. And this connects. So we're we're, we're glued to our devices. We're dependent to it. We don't spend as much time communicating face-to-face, so much more over the phone. Everything's processed. And and I, I don't know how much of it is really who you are. Or, you know, you, you kinda get lost in your identity with all of that. And I think it's important when you live on your own, you know, you're you're forced to just be bored. You know, where we'll you're you are just in your walk. thoughts and you find out who you are. You know, I think that's what's most important. That's why I think for younger folks, the sooner you do something like that and get uncomfortable, go live somewhere else. Of course, don't, you know, if you can, I'm not telling anybody, you know, sell everything, upend everything, go, you know, on the wild, out in the wild for a while. I mean, shit, maybe it'll work for him. You know, that's not necessarily what I'm proposing. I don't but like the jungle. If you can, I would definitely say live away from home for a while.
1: Yes, of course. You need to. You need to know who you are. You need to. You can't have someone on your back all the time. You know, and that's something that I've like. I guess that's why people should go away when they go to college too. You know, it's an outlet. There's a lot of benefits. You that. find out your habits, like you said. You find out who you and that's the thing that I guess comes with age as well is that you start realizing like oh sh- oh, this is coming to an end like dude we're gonna die one of these days and do you want and me as a person I want to be I want to put a footprint into the universe at right. least I want to be at least known that I helped somebody or provided for somebody because that's just I guess that's just the characters I am that I just want to be it to help and that's what enhanced my personal training and plus it boosts your mental health. Your cortisol levels are lower. Yeah. Your endorphins are going. Your dopamine. You know, all that mumbo-jumbo that I don't want to get into. But um, going off that, I lost it, bro. And I'm not going to lie, dude. I have to pee so bad. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right. This is a perfect time to take a break. <laughs> we'll be right back. Excuse me. I'm talking to you. Hey. <laughs> JK. But what's up, everybody? It's your boy, Jacquees from Don't Podcast. Do me a favor, head over to our YouTube channel and hit that subscribe button and get the chance, okay? The cool thing is, when you subscribe, you'll be the first one to get all of our unfiltered takes on today's latest controversies, current events, society, and relationship talks from a guy's perspective, right when it's published. How dope is that, right? So you can find our link on the show notes. Please help us grow. Spread the word about Don't At Me and the rest of our repertoire family of podcasts. All right, let's get back to it. All right, back from the break. We're all set. You good now? Bro. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't have to catch it on recording, but I was crawling. <laughs> I was crawling. We'll keep that in there, though. Not editing that. This is a perfect uh, break, period. But, yeah, coming back, you know, just kind of talking about living in a new city, new habits, new rituals, and being raised in certain areas, whatever, all this kind of stuff. The other thing I've been curious about is kind of the whole, uh, you know, icon thing, like influences as, you know, small town versus big town, but also your generation, you know, Mm. you're 23, I'm 32, there's a difference. Um, What would you say that is? Well, that's what I want to, that's what I want to kind of investigate. Before we get into that, perfect segue for all that, perfect intro to all that, Space Jam 2. So, Space Jam 2, to me, is kind of like a... Well, first of all, what'd you think of the movie? Let's talk about the movie itself, critically review it, you know. We don't have to spend time talk about Grammy or you know Oscar nominations and shit like that, but what'd you think, and then we'll kind of talk about Big Picture.
1: I just feel as if it was too cheesy, too kid-based, because you gotta think as if... Back in the days when Space Jam 1 was made, or whatever Space Jam, people were kind of tougher, you would say. You could get away with a lot more, you know, like jokes, humor, like uh, unsaid things that people just commonly know. So, you're trying to just appeal to an audience, and then on top of that, animation. This is like CGI. What made what makes Looney Tunes is its animation, it's its cartoon characteristics. Right. But when you <clears throat> strip that away, and you just use your computer-generated image, it's just it takes away the value. I feel.
0: Yeah, maybe like the the origin, right? Like where it came from. Maybe, and that just deals with
1: our age group, I guess you could say, or even our interests.
0: Yeah, so I thought it was, I initially going in as it was kind of going, I'm looking at it like, eh, this is kind of lame, dude. I gave it a chance, I let it go, and at the end, I landed on, okay, I I thought it was fine, you know, like, that's kind of my, that would be my analysis. As <laughs> middling as that is, it was fine. Yeah, it was fine. Um, it was not memorable, <laughs> Like, it's not something that I'm going to be telling, you know, telling Little Man about. Not right now. Uh, Thank you, though. It's not going to be something I'm telling Little Man about. It's, um... I would hope not. Yeah. Definitely not. A couple things, though, that I did like and that I did kind of respect. One, I liked that LeBron... I mean, his digs were cheesy. We've talked about LeBron in the pod. I respect him. We'll talk about LeBron big picture. I respect him... I love him as a player, as a as a person. I think he's a good humanitarian. I think that there's definitely, you know, he's interested in himself. So, I mean, people that want to get on him about the whole China thing and getting political, like, I understand if you want to criticize him for that. Um, but he's, he's corny. Like, I, as a player, fascinating. You know, if I was to meet him, I'm sure I'd get – Kind of starstruck, not even because I'm a huge fan, um, because I'm I'm kind of like I like LeBron, but I'm not like oh I fucking love LeBron. I wouldn't get star. I I I feel like I might maybe get starstruck just because of his, you know, like prowess. Like dude, you're like modern day Elvis, you know. Um, But I like that they kind of had people take digs at him during the movie. Like he wasn't so big that he couldn't be made fun of. But you know they were talking about oh you know he left for this team and this team and this team. Um, the jokes were corny, so like the the Anthony Davis thing with the brow, that was bad, the I'm sure like Kevin Hart, just an easy joke, you know, uh, and like you said, it's made for kids, but it didn't really feel like they geared it towards kids necessarily, I mean it was a child, like a family movie for sure, but, and I'm biting Chance's take on this, it was a, a huge Warner Brothers plug, and pretty much like an HBO Max commercial, because you think about it, they, they had all of, you know, DC in there, right? With Batman and Superman. They even forced Harry Potter in there a couple of times. And, you know, all these different things. And I did kind of like the angle where LeBron's like, hey, we need to recruit somebody like Superman to play or King Kong. And they had all these, like, funny reasons, you know, or bugs screwed things up, whatever the case was. But it wasn't very memorable. And what my biggest knock on it, the thing that I, I hated, was the whole, like... He's playing against his son thing. Like, that was lame, and it was just weird. I don't know if that was something like, oh, you know, one day, Bronny might be in the NBA. That'd be an interesting angle. But then that would have been the older son in the movie, right? That that whole thing was just weird to me. You know... I, it's just weird.
1: It's just, I'm pretty sure LeBron James kind of produced the movie, let's be honest. So then he had oh, some course. lead way although it didn't make sense, then he definitely had some type of control, and that just goes with him being a little biased. And maybe he got to choose the jokes, you know? Do you really like even get to know a person? Because you're saying you're looking at him as an idol, this and that. Not necessarily
0: an idol for me, but I do respect him as an icon.
1: He's a role model, but then you going off um, being political, now you could definitely use your platform to make a stand for something. Right. But I just feel as if people don't do enough research for certain things, so uh, that's just what I'm gonna say. We can never get to know the facts, I guess you could yeah, say.
0: Yeah, and I'm not and like I said, the, the political thing, I know that LeBron as any icon is is polarizing.
1: Oh, of course he's a black man. Well, that too yeah. that
0: too i mean that's a huge Racism thing it's, is a thing. it sucks that we don't have chance and jock gary to to riff on this right now cuz i'm sure they can get into that for sure but i mean that's that's something about it too you still kind of have this you know it's one of those things you know the country i'm not saying anything that we don't already know we saw everything that happened last year you know we i feel like things fortunately some of the important conversations are still being had, but obviously a lot of the negative and a lot of the, the hate is still out there. So you're dead on about that. I'm sure there are people out there that can't respect and appreciate him for that just because of their ignorance and their hatred and how they were raised. At it was there, this time you know, period,
1: kind of shit. Uh, politically, what was going on in the 90s when. When Michael Jordan dropped right. this movie. Well, and that's to... the thing.
0: It's a very different world. Yeah. So in the nineties, that almost kinda of felt like the Bulls just kind of felt like the decade in the sense of like this team that just keeps winning. The nineties felt I mean, there are a lot of challenges in the nineties, but I you know, my childhood was in the nineties. I look back now and maybe everybody you know, is nostalgic of their childhood or whatever. But looking back I say, Man, if I was this age, like my current age in the nineties, I'd be way happier. Cause things are just a little bit more loose then I feel like. And it was this pre internet age where a lot of the interpersonal relationships were were more meaningful. That's the weirdest thing for me, I think in, in my generation, is having a childhood at least of some, you know, pre technological connect and whatever you know with internet and all that kind of stuff and cell phones to now it's everywhere you well know? scamming
1: like, became a thing too you know with internet or technology advancement that, that look at Jordan too. Belfort he changed Wall Street he changed Wall Street because he was scamming people and when you when you have an internet just like you can hide behind a camera system, you I can think, scan right? somebody yeah
0: any any system it's just it, it goes back to the identity thing now mm-hmm. it's a lot easier to do those things maybe a little bit more prevalent mm-hmm. because you can do all this essentially snooping around somebody's territory stealing shit or hack know, into someone's territory shit virtually you yeah, know, like virtually. it's not like you going into somebody's house and fucking their stuff up as you used to be you know? in the '90s. And I mean, imagine—well, that 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 would imply that that's that was common then. It definitely didn't happen. Like, well, it's- put it this way: if it happens, it's not happening under your nose yeah. unless you're out of town. Mm-hmm. You know, like now, I mean, digital makes it happen. You know, it could be happening right now. Knock on wood, hoping it's not. But uh, we definitely. I know we're talking about LeBron and kind of the the big picture picture the big picture take on LeBron. But it it, it makes me curious. The the most notable difference for me, and I don't even have beef with the idea of LeBron being in a space jam. uh, No no I'm sorry. uh, being in a Space Jam, like I don't think that's like a, oh that's a diss or a knock on Jordan or anything. Like I think it's cool that somebody new is trying it. Like it's and he's earned it. It's not just like any Joe Schmo basketball player. It's somebody that is you know the best player of their generation. But then on top of that is like transcends the sport, and that's the big thing with LeBron. You know, and that's why I bring up. They're going to be the critics that that, that want to talk about, you know, I wish he was a little bit more accountable for the things going on in Hong Kong, which, you know, I don't disagree with. Um, But you also look at all the stuff he does for the community and, uh, you know, building schools and things like that. Mm -hmm. But it just it's what's strange to me. And I haven't been able to figure this out. Because I don't feel like he's phony. He's corny, but I don't feel like he's phony. I mean, oh, no, of course genuine,
1: not. Yeah, of course.
0: But he just doesn't resonate the same with... I, and, and again, you can correct me. Because what do you mean, resonate? You're the younger. you're the younger generation. I don't feel he gener- he resonates at all in the way with your generation, the way Jordan did with ours.
1: Like have a connection? Or like being inspired?
0: Inspired, I guess you could say. Or like, so now kind of talk big picture about LeBron versus Jordan. Not necessarily the players, because, you know, I think, I don't know, too many people. It's still a lopsided, probably 70-30 Jordan-LeBron. That might even be uh, uh, giving liberties to LeBron. It's probably Mm -hmm. more like 90-10. There are some people out there that might say he's better. I don't think that. I think Jordan's better. But as an icon though mm-hmm. and as you know global reach and as business mogul and all these different things that he's involved in i mean he's spring hill productions is going to make him a you know a millionaire you know or a billionaire i should say so it's kind of crazy when you look at it from that standpoint so help me understand from the youth perspective because theoretically the metaphors are there right you're growing up right when you're in your uh, you know early childhood this guy's destroying the league winning you know he's the best player but there's a massive difference between Jordan and LeBron the only difference I could think of is just the undeterred success like Jordan never didn't win the championship when he was in it Now, well, granted, we're,
1: we're forgetting about the third player the who? third player that was always involved in every discussion okay Kobe Kobe Bryant so
0: that's something okay and you when I I told you about the docket ahead of time you mentioned Kobe and this just shows kind of like the our generation's lack of I guess awareness Mm. I guess on Kobe's impact because growing up and I've said this on the pod we had a whole you know episode right after Kobe passed RIP I was never a fan when he played Hmm. he was the villain You know, I'm a Rockets fan. He would always beat the Rockets. The Lakers are, you know, the the America's team. They get all the calls, all that kind of shit. So there's every reason to go against him and go against his team and all that kind of stuff. And I just despised him, you know, as a player. Like sports hate. Not like I hated him, like, fuck that guy. But when he's playing, fuck that guy. The (laughs) second I found out he died, I was devastated. I was sad. I teared up. I cried a little bit. And it was just kinda like a wow smack in the face and and i think it was it's sad of course that it took that moment for me to kind of put shit into perspective and say like damn like now i can respect his style he's driven like brady just wants to win he doesn't give a shit how as long as he finds a way to win he you know that's what he wants
1: he was inspired by jordan He might
0: have been an asshole you know that's kind of the jordan thing Mm -hmm. but it didn't i didn't realize i mean of course kobe's you know top 20 top 10 top 30 wherever you want to have him on one of your all-time lists Mm -hmm. so i'm not blind to his influence but i was surprised how massive the support was and it made me really realize that the him versus lebron for your generation that's a real question like as far as like influence and you reminded me when you texted me earlier about kobe i was like Dude, I didn't think about that. I'm glad you brought it up. So let me let me stop talking and let you riff for a while.
1: So the whole implementation of Kobe. The reason why I say that is because I feel as if they did have like a competitive base between LeBron and Kobe. I mean, but you gotta understand, I guess the differences between LeBron and Kobe. LeBron, he got drafted by Cavaliers. We Kobe went to Kobe went to um, Los Angeles and then i guess age as well a lot can happen in a year as we say kobe was 17 years old lebron was 18 i think uh kobe definitely was a harder worker well at least they made it seem that way right
0: right more of a you know like a beast I, I know what you like mean. a mamba not even you know yeah I mean? not even that lebron's not a hard worker yeah. but i know what you mean like he just his focus more than anything uh-huh. is on Hard work. Not to say LeBron's not, but LeBron's also worried about the brand, Mm -hmm. the image, Mm -hmm. everybody's perception of what he's saying. Exactly. Kobe didn't care. Kobe called it
1: out how it was. LeBron would stay quiet. And nobody likes him when you stay quiet. Because Kobe Bryant had no shame in being who he was. And and I'm not saying LeBron was shameful. What I'm saying is that he was careful. Because I more hate calculated. to say it, Yeah, more calculated and not so transparent.
0: Well, may, the transparent thing, it, yeah, I, I really, okay, the transparent thing, and I think also, going back to what you said about quiet versus being outspoken, that is true. I visibly saw when LeBron quit on some of his past teams. Everybody saw the Cleveland-Boston series in 2010. Um, you know, I think it was they were i think they were up 2-1 I, I don't even remember how that series ended but they were the prohibitive favorites it was going to be finally the showdown of Kobe versus LeBron in the finals that we never got and he fell apart and you could see in that series when he just kind of his body language changed and you realize he's gone it was like i don't think he's gone but he might be gone i think he's gone and i i'll give myself credit for this when he was in miami Watching that final series against the Heat, I mean uh, against the Spurs, I don't think anybody or at least not many people were thinking this is the last series LeBron will play with the Heat. But I remember thinking, I tweeted, I said, if this is a short series, he's gone. Because I realized the team that he had was starting to be over the hill. Dwyane Wade wasn't the same player he was anymore. Bosch, you know. He was pretty old. He was, he was older you know, then. fine. Bosch's fine, but it's not, you know, okay, what, how are you making this team better? You can't really, you can't trade Wade from the heat, even though, you know, he eventually left from the heat. But at the time, you're like, I'm not going to trade Wade to upgrade and keep LeBron here. You know, you can't really get much for Bosch, I don't think. Maybe a bunch of smaller pieces. And the other players around them, they started doing the LeBron thing that they always do. Where they start getting older guys, because they've been there before, and they're like, well, you know, they'll eventually suck, but they're good for this year. Well, the eventually they'll suck come sooner than you think. You know, year two, year three, they're like, well, shit, now these are unmovable pieces. He went to Cleveland, did the same thing. Um, he didn't quit. I didn't see him necessarily, well... <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that was the series, the JR game, where he's sitting there like, "What the hell are you doing?" You know, with the JR Smith, with the JR but JR's Smith cold,
1: JR's cold, and it's an. Honest but I think man's with mistake. that, you
0: kind of saw too that he get. But to your point, in each of those moments, he kind of just like bit his lower lip, suck, like didn't say shit about it, didn't address it, and just kind of moved on. Okay, I made up my mind. I'm gone. Whereas you're saying with Kobe, it was more like the, nah, let's be assertive. Let me tell you what I feel. Here's where I stand.
1: I just feel as if it's just telling like it is. It just has to be known. And I just feel like some things have to be said because they hit different. So if you say you look me in the eye and you're telling me something, but you know, like we know this, but you don't say it, it hits me different. So with LeBron being quiet, I'm not saying he's lesser of a man. Right. But I'm feeling he's lesser as a leader cuz you have to address those issues if you're going to be a captain. You take responsibility. You
0: Which, you know, the interesting thing about this is the age the age difference between Kobe and LeBron. Exactly. So, Kobe uh, shit, I think he was what 43 when he passed this week in fact check, but he was what 18, 17 when he joined the league in 96. So, he was probably born what 79. LeBron. Oh,
1: he's actually my dad's age, I believe. So 70, 71. No, no, no. My mom's, I believe. Okay. 77, I think. Okay.
0: That might be, yeah. And we'll fact check this. Probably. LeBron, what? Born in 84?
1: I think they're like a a span of four to six years. Yeah. And that's a lot.
0: So, and we've kind of established, at least we've, you know, our opinions have established. That the younger the generation, the more technologically connected the generation the person was, maybe they're not as good with being assertive and being direct and facing, hey, Spoonful this is head. what it is. So maybe Kobe's a little bit more, you know, the old school, the old head that's Traditional. like, nah, man, fuck that. Like, here's where I'm at. And it, <clears throat> LeBron is more of the, hmm, okay, I'm going to tweet about this to so let you know how I feel.
1: See, then that's what I hate about the technology. Like, why... Do you have to, do, why do you have to, uh, what's it called? Why do you have to depend on social media? Right. You know, like stand in front of a camera, grab the microphone, and say what you have to say because there's a lot of gray in there. Black and white is social media. I send you a text message, I'm mad. I could be angry. I could be sad, mad. You know what I mean? Right. There's too much, it yeah, depends on your no, perception. No, yeah, there's no body language. Exactly. So problem. I feel as if. LeBron should definitely be. Oh, sorry. Should be. uh, LeBron should be able to stand in front of the camera and say what he has to say. Like the whole thing between him and Kyrie Irving. You know, and then Kyrie Irving's. uh, Wait, no. Did Kyrie Irving depart before or or after LeBron?
0: Because Kyrie didn't want to deal with the whole. LeBron, You know, media circus and circle and all that. Or even
1: being lower than LeBron. He wanted to be something. Right.
0: And, I mean, LeBron said, hey, I'll give you the keys to the car. I want to groom you to be the replacement. (laughs) You know, but I I guess he just wears on people in a different way. Because Kobe, it seemed... It didn't seem like he wore on people. Even though you would think with his personality. Asshole, in your face, call you out if you make a mistake. But kind of like Jordan... I think people respected that because they knew, okay, you're you're here to win. I think with LeBron, maybe people think more about it's, it's about his image, you know? Yeah. And he's not going to call you out on something. He's going to be more of like, hey, our clique is going to alienate you, and then our team's going to trade you. <laughs> and that's kind of how we're going to handle the breakup, right? And that's not... Keeping it business. And I might be leading here with the question, you know. <laughs> but I, I'm just guessing, like, based on what you're saying, that that's kind of like the, the the makeup of that. And that's surprising to me because I would have thought, okay, Space Jam 2, you know, the icon. I guess when you think of it this way, maybe LeBron's approach to building a brand was more intentional and more concerted than somebody like Kobe, which maybe you're saying was a little bit more organic, a little bit more true to... Just being gritty, just speaking naturally your
1: mind. happened versus planned. I know what you mean, like an integrated. I'm guessing. Approach. I mean,
0: maybe that's the bigger the bigger difference, right? So, I, you tell me. I mean, is there anything I'm missing? What else? I mean,
1: I don't know. Have you ever watched the Kobe Bryant documentary?
0: I don't think I have. Actually, no. No,
1: it's just maybe I just familiarize myself with him, you know. And that just goes off of like people familiarizing themselves with just movies. And you know how we were going back to talking about. People find out who they are through identity. Yeah. Well, we find out who we are through exposure. Yeah. So, I associated myself maybe with more Kobe Bryant because my dad was a Lakers fan.
0: True. Maybe, maybe if
1: my dad was a Cavaliers fan, I'd be like, "Oh, LeBron's this great person." Blah blah. blah. It's always, like you said, it's not right or wrong. It's just like it just can't. It's just we just can't come to an agreement because we're just we just know too much about other people. Right. You know. So like. At the end of the day, it doesn't matter. But what I found crazy is how LeBron was chosen for Looney Tunes, besides Kobe. I'm not saying the idea is not there. What I'm saying is just like...
0: I think the timing was a lot of it, too. I think now, enough time, you know, what, 25 years in between. I think if you're going to put Kobe in Space Jam, it would have had to have happened 10 years ago. And at that point, it's 15 years Which isn't necessarily nothing. But 15 versus 25 years apart, that feels like maybe time influenced most when it was created. And again, the LeBron thing with the, you know, he's got, he's a media mogul. He's, you know, he's got all these TV shows and everybody likes LeBron. He's easygoing, and this, that, and the other. And he's got the shop. But I'll give him credit though, man. Like the guy... Knows what he's doing. He knows how to. Chance called him the quintessential millennial in an early on episode because it's true. He knew how to use technology. He understood kind of modern day how things work. Oh. I'll get him credit for just kind of peeping game and like. You using, know, it yeah, using it to his advantage. Using it to his advantage. Because bad yeah. publicity
1: is publicity.
0: I mean, you know. I, and, and granted, he's made some mistakes too. Like the whole. Not one, not two. You know, he screwed up a lot that first year in Miami being a villain. But, uh, yeah, I was just curious. I was curious your take. So before we before we close, uh, plug your shit. So I know you've got things you're working on and want to make sure to give you a platform to kind of talk about what you're trying to accomplish. So, you know, talk a little bit about fitness. Now's your time to kind of, you know, talk oh, about it.
1: Okay, well, I was expecting this. No, I'm playing. I was um i had it all written down <laughs> let me grab my paper no uh, I was <laughs> no no <prepare laughs> no nah, nah, bro prepare to speak. um so right now i'm um, striving for a certification in nasm nasm is the number one rated uh certification for personal training in the nation uh compared to uh its counterpart issa i don't know what issa stands for but it is issa it's,
0: uh, issa it's a ISSA. Uh, Another certification for personal it's training. A, it's a... <laughs> you yeah, you funny. finally got it. <laughs> no. uh, ISSA. It's oh, it's a... A... Oh,
1: I thought you were making fun of me. <laughs> I was like, oh, damn, bro. Did I mess up? Nah, no, you
0: didn't.
1: <laughs> but, um, so I'm doing that. Uh, I'm going to get a Bachelor of Arts in Psychology. So I really want to be able to... Oh, I'm getting a minor in Communication Studies as well by the end of this year. So what I plan on doing with that is probably being part of HR um in NASM and still train you know just you know even though I paid for my um curriculums I could work for the company maybe get uh some things off because I've always just been a health nun I've just always loved looking good looking fit because you should look I'm not saying you should look fit like me like trust me it's a lifestyle you know fitness yeah. is lifestyle it takes an hour to actually get a really good workout. Now, you could get a 30-minute workout, but imagine we could do it in an hour. Yeah. Like, we were talking about time earlier, time's everything, time's money, time's this and that. But, yeah, definitely, I'm definitely striving for it. It's something that I love doing. Uh, I definitely love teaching it. You yeah. Know, that's something that I love, that I have actually have a passion for something, and I just feel as if, like, it's just me following my heart, me following, like, I could care less about the money. And I just feel like that's what we're all driven in, Right now, is just money, 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 money. Yeah. When it's true, it's because money has a lot of, int- it, money has intrinsic Means. value yeah. for absolutely no reason. Like, we give it, we, it has value because we give it value. And that's not going to be how I live my life. And that's why I chose this cert. But if I could go back in time, I wouldn't strive for a Bachelor of Arts in Psychology. I would definitely go for anatomy, you know? definitely yeah. kinesiology i mean i get a bachelor of arts oh a bachelor of science in kinesiology i get to know more about the body if i True. took my studies if i took my studies like like strong you know like if i was really like hard-earned but then again you're 18 you're a kid you're like well you want to have
0: fun right? you know it's, shit right it's you still fun. don't know shit to it's be real exactly. you know it's 23 years
1: like, who wants to so where can people find
0: you though like if they want to find you know hey joe i need workout tips I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Where can they find you? Um, so,
1: Mad Joe Fitness. What Mad stands for is uh, motivational, account well motivated, accountable, and disciplined. So I break down the elements of your workout or your meal plan into those three uh, components that I gave gave you. So through a consultation, I will let you know. Basically, I'm not planning for you to have a strict schedule. And that's what people struggle with. I want you to. Sp- plan for imperfections and I want you to be able to implement what I have into your schedule and just notice how easy it is and how much cheaper it is it's actually cheaper to eat healthier I'm not sure if you knew that I mean you cooked last time some bomb ass food by the way shout
0: just- out shout out yeah <laughs> nah I, I, I mean it's it's important man I mean I had a period of time um, mostly just college where I was huge you remember. I'm sure you remember. Yeah, I remember. I remember. And, I mean, it was, it was like you said, like a lifestyle. My, my lifestyle, my habits, right, in college were hang out, play video games, eat, you know, snack, bullshit, whatever. And, I mean, I'm living on my own, grocery shopping for myself. And I'm not stupid, but I'm like, well, shit, I'll buy some ice cream. Why not? You're like, not you know? either. So, it's it not just, lonely. you're just kind of picking up, doing whatever, you, but, you know the the change started first for me with with diet i shed 10 pounds just by eating better and then i hit the gym and and that's how i you know i think over from where i was then my heaviest was 215 and then now i'm about 165 so i mean it's a 50 pound difference but i mean like you said it's it's a it's a lifestyle you have to make sacrifices to make it happen but I wouldn't have had it any other way. It's been eight years now since I've been in really good shape. Mm. I'm happier. I noticed a, a change in in my uh, demeanor, a change mm. in my energy, a change, e- yeah, efficacy, self efficacy. I, I noticed a change, of course, in your confidence level, which it's yeah. just all these different things have a ripple effect. I wouldn't have it any other way. So it only takes
1: thirty to an hour of your day, a thirty to through an hour of you swiping through Instagram and getting to know what everyone else is doing and I want to put this in here kill it's actually, FOMO by working out exactly it's actually not eighty percent diet twenty percent working out it's actually sixty percent diet forty percent working out not enough people go work out dude not enough people oh, go know. outside I corona really messes up and that's another reason why I want to become a personal trainer because I want to drag people to come outside and get that vitamin D3 because it does promote endorphins And if you don't take enough, you literally, if you stood in Miami during July, triple digit weather for 15 minutes, only 15 minutes during the summer, you get enough vitamin D3. Fun fact. All right. During the wintertime, if you're in Boston, Massachusetts, stand outside for three hours, you got enough vitamin D3. You know what you could be doing outside for three hours? If you want to go drinking, go drinking. No. I'm like, <laughs> See, but I'm not promoting right. health. Like, you do, you do whatever the hell you want with your life. Right. Uh, I'm not the one who talks to myself in the mirror. I'm not the one who's like, oh, I don't like myself. I don't put myself down. I go to the gym. I do the hard work. I do what I have to do to satisfy my needs. I don't work out to look good for others. I work out to look good for myself. Right. Now, I'm not telling you that people who are big are ugly but they're not healthy, and I don't care what anyone says. I'm sorry. It's just how. It's just facts. I'm sorry. Right. It's just. It is what it is. But now, what's healthy is being happy and being satisfied with yourself. Now, that's what I want to promote. That's what I want my entire image to be. Is that you don't have to give. I don't have to give you an eight-week plan. Shoot, throw me twenty dollars for one hour. I'll give you a workout. See you next month. What the hell? Do whatever you want with your life. You could die tomorrow. I don't want you dying tomorrow dreading like, oh, I can't eat these Oreo cookies. Eat those damn Oreo cookies. I'm not going to tell anybody how to live their life, but I'm going to tell you, if you do have a problem looking in the mirror, then do something about it, and I'm your source. There's nothing wrong with the mirror for you. That's all in your head. We're our biggest enemy. What's wrong in my head is different from what's wrong in your head. My clothes in my closet are different from your clothes in your closet. We all have different demons, so that's why I implemented the escape room. Yeah, no, deep right? <laughs> like that was
0: a pivot, but no, nah, I think that's good, man. I think that, that that's your message and kind of your your drive behind it. It's in the right place, and I think that's good. You're passionate about it, and I think that for you to succeed in anything in life, I think you need to be passionate about it. And I think Definitely. you need to give a shit about it. You mm-hmm. clearly do, so. Like you said, you're your biggest enemy. The only thing that can get in your way is you. So, with that, man, thanks for stopping by. Don't at me. I thought it was a good episode for sure. Yeah, um, So, Mad Joe Fitness. Mad Joe Fitness. Where's that at?
1: Uh, it's on Instagram and TikTok. M A D J O E F I T. Uh, or if you want to go to my personal J O S S E P H R Ellington, my last name E L I N G T O N, not um, Elliot not elliot <laughs> i forgot about that now. Hey, i did but dude, too that's
0: funny that's my mom's maiden name you know so i should know ellington
1: that's your mom's maiden name
0: i mean that's your aunt yeah
1: oh i thought you meant elliot no. <laughs>
0: dude that's i was like
1: bro this is crazy are you serious no nah.
0: well shit good episode for everybody listening make sure you follow on spotify apple podcast subscribe on youtube Check us out on Instagram and Twitter at The Rep Network. Make sure you tune in. We got more content, more episodes coming your way. Don't want to miss a thing. More coming from The Repertoire Network. Thanks for tuning in. See y'all next week. Peace. Damn, that was a good one. Up, hey, how long, real quick? How long? Hold on. Hold on.